A few weeks ago, I was running my favorite stairs. It was cold out and the fresh air felt so good and I had a full hour of alone time. And my plan was to not think about a million things, just get outside and listen to loud music and sweat. Well, that all changed when at the top of the stairs, there were two teenagers passionately kissing on a bench. I did a few laps and they were still there. And I did a few more and they were still there. And I was like, Jesus, these kids should be in school. I'm sure their parents don't know they're ditching. And I mean, how long can you kiss outside? And then I was like, these judgy thoughts are more like jealousy really than anything. How nice it must be to be young and not have this crazy complicated life with lots of kids and not a lot of daytime passionate kissing moments. Here's the lesson I wish I would have learned sooner. When you feel jealous, lean into it. I think it's almost either you should take a step back from someone or unfollow them if they don't make you feel great about yourself, or maybe it's a reflection of something you wish you had in your life. And there is so much to learn from that. Let's go. You're listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast, where we're obsessed with life hacks that make your life more awesome. Your host, Lindsay Dickhout, is an entrepreneur and business owner, a mom and wife, and someone who wants to do things over the top at all times. This concept started as a collection of things Lindsay has learned that she was documenting to give to her kids one day, and now it's a podcast. Join us on this journey where we talk about how to be awesome at everything we do. Here's Lindsay. Welcome back to the podcast. Today we are having a very open and honest and vulnerable conversation about jealousy. This topic is so interesting and to be honest, something I didn't really think about. I just didn't think of myself as a person who had jealous feelings. I really try to work through all my issues and through all my years. I feel like I have a pretty good balance, but I think that oftentimes a lot of us have jealous feelings more often than we realize because we don't realize it's jealousy. It kind of comes through as judgment um, for someone. So maybe someone that you know in your life that you see them doing something or going somewhere or having something or through people that you don't know, but you know through social media. And I think that this is so much more present in our lives now more than ever, ever because of social media. You can kind of have a sneak peek into so many people's lives. I mean, think about like our grandparents' era. They just knew the people that they knew. And you know, you would know some famous people on TV, but just a handful. And, you know, fast forward to today, how different that is. We have a sneak peek into so many different people's lives and we have opinions about so many different things. And it's so easy to fall into the trap of comparing them to ourselves. So when I really had this experience, this silly experience on my run, it really made me think about jealousy and how often I feel jealous, what makes me feel jealous. And at first it was really uncomfortable because I really take a lot of pride in kind of all the work I've done on my mindset to, you know, not, not think the grass is always greener, not want more, 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 be happy with what you have and the things that you have now are the things that you wished that you had in the past and now you do. And, you know, also, of course, we see the highlight reel, especially on social media of people's lives. You don't see the struggles. You don't know the rocks in their shoes. So I feel like I have a pretty good balance of this. But when this happened, to be completely honest, I was like, I think I'm having jealous feelings more than I realized. So I wanted to unpack what that meant and figure out what I could learn from it. And 
I love being vulnerable. It's funny because one of the negative things that people comment sometimes on my social media is like, you know, it would be nice if you would show kinks in your armor sometimes and not try to be perfect. And it's maybe I'm not doing a good enough job of really, I don't know, being transparent on social media because I feel like I'm the opposite of that. I am so against perfection. I think the perfection should never be the goal. Progress should be the goal. And I think especially on this podcast, and hopefully that translates on social media too, I'm always talking about fails and um, failures in business and failures in parenting and things that I've done wrong and things that I've learned. So I think I'm going to try to, I know, I mean, show more of that because, or maybe I'll just ignore people who say mean things to me through direct message. But I think a lot of times there's some truth to it, even if it's said in a mean spirited way. And um, I have no problem opening up and showing vulnerability and talking about fails because I think that's how we learn. And like I've talked about in many podcasts, for me, owning up to your mistakes and actually saying it out loud and owning it is the most powerful thing ever because even though it's uncomfortable and it sucks to lose or fail or make a mistake, it just like takes the air out of it. I've talked about this on the podcast, but one time in business, I made a bad business decision. We lost an account. We lost a lot of money. And I walked into my team talking about it. And, you know, they all kind of, you know, stopped talking right away, but I could hear the end of it. So I knew exactly what it was. And I knew that they weren't, you know, being ill will about it. They were just talking about a fail. And I just in that moment kind of realized, wait, I can either pretend I didn't hear them. I could call them out for talking shit on their boss or I could own up to it. And then it takes the fire out of it. Like there's no more whispering about it because then I've said it. And so I said, hey, guys, listen, sometimes we win and sometimes we fail. And this was a fail. This is what I did wrong. Looking back, this is what I would have done differently. This is how I'm going to approach accounts in the future. And this is how I'm going to be more realistic about where we're at and not have this happen again. I failed. This was all on me. That's it. And it's kind of like, okay, well, you know, they said everything. And she said everything. What? Else? There's no more whispering in the office. She just owned up to everything. So I found that that works really well, but it's hard to get to. And it's hard to admit that you that you failed, but then it's kind of like, and then we move on. You know, I'm not making excuses. I'm not blaming anybody. There's a lot of accountability. So I love honesty and vulnerability because I just think there's so much power in it. And then you're not holding on to things. I'm not, you know, secretly hoping no one really knows the details of how I failed. It's kind of like, listen, this is what it is. And let's move on. So Thinking about this situation in particular, like I said, I was on my run and at first I was like, I mean, geez. And then I was like, why do I feel this way? Like, why am I judging teenagers? Like, what's it to me if they are, you know, missing school? That's, you know, not on me. I don't know them. And then I was like, I think that I am, that's a part that I'm kind of missing. I, our lives are so busy and my husband and I both owning our own businesses. We're going in different directions. And I call him like when I'm talking to him, I'm, I'll call him like a butt squeeze moment. I'm like, you never squeeze my buns anymore. <laughs> like not to be TMI, but you know, like, I'll, you know, like walking through the kitchen or whatever. It's just so easy to get so much in the routine of life that those like romantic little moments, you know, you just don't make time for. There's no time for, you don't think of. And I think in that moment, I was like, oh my gosh, there's a part of me that's jealous of these teenagers just passionately kissing on a morning, you know, just out in the daylight during the week. And I was like, that is so interesting. I would like more of that in my life. 
And then I told, just told myself, okay, like I'm going to make time. Even if I don't have time, I'm going to shut down whatever I'm doing. I'm going to watch TV with Craig because that's what he likes doing. Or I'm going to, you know, say yes on a weeknight to, to some invitation that I wouldn't normally because I, you know, I need more of those like butt squeeze moments in my day. And I learned it from that. And I didn't even realize that that was something that I felt a void you know, not like a huge void, but like a little void from. But at first I was, it was like embarrassing even to think of myself. Like I'm embarrassed. I mean, I should be embarrassed. I'm jealous of these teenagers making out on the bench. Like, come on, you're 40 years old, like get it together. But then I was like, no, that's a feeling. That's a thought. And like, let's lean into it. And then I adjusted, you know, I adjusted the little things in my life, knowing that that was something that that was a feeling. So all this, that's what started this whole thing. And then I was like, I want to learn more about jealousy and jealous feelings and, you know, how much of it is comparing ourselves to others. And, you know, I really just kind of thought, who cares about that other person? I mean, unless it's someone you know or something like that. But in general, if, if you're watching someone and you want something they have, it's like, well, forget about them for a second. What do those feelings mean to you? Maybe they mean associating with someone or consuming someone's content doesn't make you feel good and it's time to make a change. And sometimes people don't have bad intentions. Like maybe you follow someone on social media that just doesn't make you feel great about yourself for whatever reason. So maybe, you know, just hitting mute on them for a little bit will let, you know, will make those feelings kind of go away. Sometimes people can just kind of trigger us in some way that doesn't make us feel good. Not to say they're doing anything wrong, but think about that. And I think a lot of times if you are judging someone, hit pause and think, wait a minute, am I really like, is this really judgment or is a little bit of this jealousy? And is there something to be learned here about what I want more of in my life? Because I think sometimes we, I know myself, sometimes I would just, if, you know, something is, is kind of shocking or it's like, whoa, maybe you're not actually offended or whatever, but maybe you're kind of like, that's kind of cool. Like, I wish I could fill in the blank, be that bold, take that chance, um, you know, ask that guy out on a date, whatever it is. Maybe that's what the feeling is. Or maybe, you know, it's not someone that is making you not feel good on social media, but maybe it's a reflection of something you wish you had in your life. And I just think there's so much that we can learn from these feelings. So I went from kind of feeling jealous, feeling embarrassed about being je- feeling jealous, and then realizing this is the best learning lesson about who I am in this moment and what I actually need more of. Part of jealousy and overcoming jealousy feelings, I think, is realizing there's enough for everybody. So this is, you know, I always say and think that everything is about your mindset. So do you have an abundance mindset or a scarcity mindset? Meaning if you have an abundance mindset, you think there's plenty for for everybody. Someone else's win doesn't take away from you having a win. Where if you have a scarcity mindset, it's more like you're jealous and kind of, you know, negative or, or throwing hate on someone because you feel like, you can't celebrate their win because it somehow takes away from you winning now or in the future, and it doesn't. 
the abundance mindset is just so freeing and it allows you to celebrate other people, friends, family, even people that you don't know, leaving a positive comment when someone, you know, achieves something or does something cool, big or small. Think about this with your friend's accomplishments. So say your friend accomplishes something really cool. If you have an abundance mindset, you don't think like, like it doesn't tug at you. You don't think about your own self when celebrating them because there's an abundance. Like we're not all going to have the same thing happen at the same time. We're not always going to have wins at the same time. And um, we'll talk a little bit more about timing in a bit, but abundance mindset I think is so, so valuable in killing those jealousy feelings and turn them into a healthier feeling because there's enough for everyone. Also realize we're all different. And some of us have accomplishments that aren't considered traditional accomplishments or accomplishments that aren't celebrated in the light of day or on a stage. And what I mean for by this is some people are in different industries. Like if you're an actress, you could win an Oscar. If you're an entrepreneur, you could get awards at these prestigious, you know, galas and you could get on stage and do this epic speech. And those are big accomplishments. But I think there are also very absolutely equal level of accomplishment that just doesn't get the glamour and the light of it. And I don't even mean like glamour, like fancy. I just mean like the recognition moment, you know, like maybe you are a stay-at-home mom, which I don't even love that term because it's, you know, feels, I don't know, it feels very trapping, but maybe you take care of your children as your main priority. And maybe your child has a specific struggle and you work so hard on it one-on-one and you take them to classes or whatever it is and they overcome that or they you help them uh, be able to read or you help work your child out of a certain situation or a feeling or an issue. Like that is a massive accomplishment. It just doesn't get the same recognition. And I think especially for mothers whose primary job is to take care of the children in the home, I think that this is something that is very hard to kind of see eye to eye. It's just it's just recognized differently, but that the way it's recognized doesn't equal the weight of what you're doing, you know? Or maybe you work in nonprofit and you see the value. You see how you're helping people and changing lives. But it's, you know, it's blood, sweat, and tears. It's hard work and it's not always celebrated and it's not always recognized. But that doesn't mean that it's not as great as impactful as someone who's receiving an award on stage. I don't know. It just, for me, that's a very big thing is that realizing we're all different. And just because our accomplishments aren't all celebrated the same way doesn't mean your accomplishments aren't really huge. And also someone's accomplishment, like maybe you have never exercised, you hate it, it's not your thing, you don't feel strong, you don't feel in shape, and you work up to where you can run a mile. Like that's a huge accomplishment. Like that's incredible. And then maybe you don't let your, yourself sit in that accomplishment moment because then you see people, you know, running full marathons on TV. You're like, well, this is nothing. Like they do that. Like, no, it's all different. And our level of accomplishment in different areas is different. Like maybe they're running marathons, but 
maybe, you know, they can't write at all. And maybe you're a beautiful writer and you've written these these beautiful things or you've written a book or, you know, like we all have our different skill sets. We can't compare one skill to another to a certain person who's different and complicated and great at some things and terrible at other things. I think for me, I am quick to kind of say, gosh, like that person could like, how can I, how am I not better at this when that person is so great at it? And you realize that it's a form of comparison and a form of jealousy. It's just like, listen, sometimes that's just how it is. And everyone has their different strengths and weaknesses. Really the best part about some forms of jealousy is you can learn from people who have made it in your mind. So, you know, maybe you're jealous of someone who's achieved something that you want to achieve. But listen, if someone else has done it, so can you. Like, that's the best part. If someone did it, that means it's possible. And with social media and YouTube and everything else, you can watch what people are doing and learn from them. I mean, you can practically figure out their routine, their morning routine, the lessons learned. People are so open and willing to share. You can create your own path, but learn you know, use what you learn from them to make it easier and to save time getting there. So rather than being jealous, realizing, wow, they did it, that means it's possible. What can I learn from them? Another really interesting thing about jealousy that I was reading when I was kind of diving into all these different feelings and what do they mean and how do I unpack this is jealousy can help you get your act together. Like it can be a reminder of, an idea or a dream, maybe something that you put on the back burner or a goal that you had that you paused on, like you can pick it up and start over again. Like you, if you feel like you don't have your act together or you're a hot mess, maybe not in your whole life, but in this one area, use your jealousy as the power to get your act together. Like it's a reminder of that goal, pick it up. You can't do anything about the past. That's something that I've done myself personally is I'll be like, well, if I was going to do it, I would have done it five years ago when I had the idea or I bought the domain or I started this thing. Like, no, there is physically nothing you can do about, you know, today going backwards. It's just today going forwards. And I just think that jealousy can be a great reminder to get it all together. Another thing about jealousy that can be tricky is sometimes our jealousy makes us discredit other people's achievements. And the reality is very few people just get lucky. Most likely, it took hard work to get there. And just, I think it's important not to discredit that. You know, sometimes we're like, well, they just got lucky. You know, they had X, Y, Z going for them. And maybe that's true. Maybe they have wealthy parents and funding. So it is, it, they are 10 steps ahead to, you know, start that business or whatever, whatever it is. But listen, rather than discrediting their achievements, using it as power and start with small doable steps to get what you want. Let go of what's not working. Let go of what you think is not fair or some advantage someone else has over you. Don't discredit them and just start with small steps for you, for your path. Another very tricky thing about jealousy is sometimes we feel jealous, but then if we really think about it, we're kind of jealous about something that we actually don't really want. Maybe it's due to peer pressure or society pressure or what your family thinks you should do or be. 
So like picture a big house or a fancy car. Maybe for you that doesn't equal a fulfilling and purposeful life. Maybe it does. And maybe that's what you want to reach for. But sometimes I think we really need to look deeper into it. And he's like, wait, do we really want that? Or do we think we want that because our family thinks we should or society thinks we should or the girl that you went to college with and you're the exact same age as has that. So you should have that too. What makes one person happy and can seem like the ticket to happiness might not actually be for you. Something to think about. Another thing is realize that another person's success does not make you a failure. This is huge for me with business. I've talked very openly on this podcast about how much I sacrificed in my business. I was really, um, I really worked super, super hard from age 20 to 30. I mean, around the clock as much as I physically could. And then, you know, I still could a little bit when my babies were little, but then as I had more than one, it got tougher and I sacrificed so much with my business. And it was hard because I would see other people who I was, who were on the same level as me. So in through Nordstrom, when, when you're a, uh, when you're selling your products at Nordstrom in the beauty, beauty, arena, you get can get invited if you're kind of one of the top brands, you can get invited to trend shows. So for a while there, I was doing trend shows. You go travel around to Nordstrom's and they have you on stage presenting your product. You do giveaways and then afterwards you have like a meet and greet and you have a step and repeat banner. It's all very cool. And it's the owners. The owners of these brands are out there meeting people. And so we kind of all, you know, we're in like this little club. We were entrepreneurs promoting our brands in, you know, one of the best department stores, the best platforms, the coolest thing, got lots of press exposure, all that stuff. So for me to be at that level and we're all kind of, you know, we're all hungry entrepreneurs and rising, rising, rising. And then when I decided to pull back and pass on some opportunities to be more to be able to just literally have more time with my kids, but then other people chose to keep going on the business route. It's a very interesting thing because they reach levels of success that I did not. I was on track to sell my company to a very big company. That's kind of the goal if you're in the beauty industry with a smaller brand, you want to sell to one of these big brands. And some of the people that I was at those levels with and doing the trend shows with, they moved on to sell to those big companies. And it's it's a tricky thing because you, I want to look at it in a healthy way and not say, well, listen, I stayed home with my kids and she was gone and traveling a lot. So yes, she had this big payout, which was the goal, but at what sacrifice? Like that's judgment. And that is, I'm if I am thinking that and saying that, that is to try to make myself feel better from my decision by kind of, you know, knocking her down a little bit, which is not okay to me. Like, why can't I celebrate her success and realize we took different paths? You know, like I I do feel jealousy that that these other brands, and it was several people, not just one, but these other brands kept going on the path we were on and reached the finish line. And in my mind, I didn't. But like I always say on this podcast, I always think the right decision is the decision you will regret the least when you're 90. And I know for me, 
if I were like, I would have a lot more money. I would have a lot more feeling of that entrepreneur success that I crave and I love. But I know that for me personally, I couldn't get back the, the time with my kids. And I knew that this, it doesn't, you don't have to work hard for, you know, a couple of years to get there. You got to work hard for lots of years to build up the infrastructure and the sales and the team and all of it to be able to get to that. I knew what it was going to take. And I just knew that I couldn't get back that time with my kids. And as much as I wanted the goal, I just couldn't do it at the sacrifice of my kids. So, but it's interesting looking back and feeling like, I didn't do as much as I could do, but other people that did, but allowing myself to realize that's not because she reached that goal. I mean, I say she, but there's, you know, some guys and some girls, she reached that goal and like maybe she was away from her kids a little bit more than I was, but that doesn't make a negative on her or a positive on me or the other way. You just, you make decisions and we all make different decisions and they all come at a price. And also we all have different timelines, babies and marriage and careers. And the way I found peace with it is knowing the race is long. And I know for me, that wasn't the moment. And maybe there will be a moment later on. I don't even know. But now that my kids are older, I'm like, oh my God, my kids need me more than they did when they were young or just as much, but in different ways. So... Just to kind of, again, be vulnerable because people people, people have said in a not so sweet way, but sometimes, sometimes sweet too, uh, be more vulnerable. Don't try to be perfect. And I'm like, well, listen, if you're listening at all, you know that that's not true. And this is, you know, one of the things that I've really had to kind of battle with. But coming to terms with like being honest with myself when I think like that and think, okay, you're feeling jealous. Let's unpack why. Let's not discredit or judge somebody else and like live in your own space and realize you made the best decision for you and for your family in that moment. And going forward, and listen, and sometimes when it's not the right decision, then you just think, okay, that was a mistake. Lesson learned. I'm not going to do that again. Let's make a different choice the next time. The race is long. You can start anything today. And I just think most of the time when we get jealous, it's because we compare ourselves in some level. Like, oh my gosh, I'm 40. Most of the people I know have, you know, I'm, you know, say not myself, but say someone else, I am 40 and I have this great career, but I'm not married and I don't have babies and most of my friends do. And I thought I would at this age. And I think a lot of that can get in your head. And then you scroll social media and there's so many jealous feelings because these people have what you want. And I think that sometimes it can set you back further rather than if you think, you know what? good for them. Like I'm happy for them. Them having that doesn't take away from me. We all have different timelines. I have this incredible career that I'm so proud of. And like maybe this is the next phase. But I think for your mental health and happiness, having a healthy perspective, owning when you feel jealous, unpacking what that means. Don't judge other people or discredit other people because like most of the time you don't even know them. Don't think about them. Think about how it makes you feel and use these jealousy feelings to design the next phases of your life. Like maybe you see people you know or follow people on social media who are going on these epic vacations and like, oh, that just like, it's a burning desire for you. Cool, then shift your life. Maybe you downsize where you live or change your job or whatever. Like, 
I think that jealousy can be so empowering. It can get us out of the routine. It can wake us up and it can show us what we really want. You know, like that. Maybe you haven't traveled much, but like you follow these you know, whatever, travel bloggers, or you have friends that travel and you're just like, that is a burning desire for you. That sounds like the best life ever. Go explore that. Turn that jealousy, turn that judgment into an opportunity to try something new and explore different areas of your life, things that are lacking in your life that could bring you more joy and happiness and fulfillment. And know that someone will always beat you on some level. Like you can think that you're gorgeous and then see someone who's even prettier and maybe taller or younger or thinner or tanner. And then you see yourself as insignificant. Like jealousy really exists so much by comparison. And I think that's something that we just have to be honest with and open and really try our best to not compare ourselves to other people. I know that's easier said than done, especially, you know, when you're going through tougher times of life. Um, Like doing this podcast. Sometimes I can feel like this is like the coolest platform. I'm able to connect with people around the world. I'm doing something cool and, and hopefully spreading positivity and good thoughts and healthy mindset and all these things. And you know, I'm having these great growth conversations and DMs and getting perspectives from people in different countries that I, conversations I would never have otherwise and feel really empowered. And then other times I could see a podcast who has like a bazillion times the audience that I have. And it's so easy to be like, well, why am I even trying? Like it's, you know, I feel so insignificant in this space, but then it's like, that's the comparison thing that will kill dreams. That's why people stop doing things. That's why people give up on goals again, we all have different levels. The race is long. And just because someone in your mind is doing something at the craziest level doesn't diminish you doing it in your own space, in your own moment. And things take time. Like maybe you'll get to that same thing. It just so often this comes from moments when we feel inferior. So I think rather than sitting there and feeling crappy, unpack it and use it as power And yeah, the comparison thing is just so tricky. And I think anytime you put yourself out there, you're going to compare yourself. There's always going to be someone who's doing something better or who's achieved more. So it seems like, how could you even start? Like, you know, but there's, there's no one exactly like you and with your talents and your skill sets, you know, no one can do it like you. Someone's always going to beat you in some category. Someone can teach people more or, you know, has more money or goes on better vacations, but like no one is else is your unique you. So I just think we should all try to focus on becoming the person who can do lots of things well and can do the things that are important to you well. Like, you know, think about the amount of positive energy you can put out in the world and the things you can do and achieve and challenge yourself and, you know, ask the question, what will you regret the least when you're 90? And do that, not according to anybody else's standards, not according to what your family thinks you should do or society thinks you could do, but like, but what really sets your soul on fire? And this whole jealousy experience, this silly experience that I had when I was on my run really opened my eyes to the power of leaning into jealousy and listening to our thoughts, not being embarrassed by them, but like really unpacking it and using it as inspiration and motivation 
whether we can learn from other people. If you see someone who's achieved what you want to achieve, learn from them and take similar steps, but make your own path. And realizing that another person's success doesn't make you a failure. It makes it possible. Think about your abundance mindset and realize that you can celebrate other people because there is plenty to go around. That Someone else's win doesn't take away from you having a win. You can use jealousy to get your act together and be motivated and really realize what is important to you, what makes you feel fulfilled and have a purposeful life. I don't know. This concept of jealousy is very interesting. It's something I feel like will really stick with me and kind of help in my evolving growth to make good decisions and have new experiences and challenge myself and set goals and achieve them and stick to what I promised myself I'm going to stick to. And I think in this world where we have so much around us and we're influenced by so many things, it's so important to like recenter and think about all the things you're consuming, how it makes you feel and how you can make decisions in your life to make your life more fulfilling and exciting based on those feelings. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you. If you have a second, I would absolutely love it if you could head over to iTunes. And if you love the podcast, um, leave a positive review. And what you love about the podcast, it means so much to me and this small but mighty growing podcast. Um, I love connecting with you. DM me um, at Lindsay's Cloud on Instagram. And in this new year, we are going to be putting a lot more on how to be awesome at everything.com awesome um, stuff, like all sorts of good stuff for happiness and growth and nutrition, positive mindset, all the things. Thank you so much for listening and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast. For more info about today's episode and all past episodes, head over to howtobeawesomeateverything.com where we break it all down. Tell us what you thought of today's topic on Lindsay's Instagram at Lindsay's Cloud. Until next time, go out and be awesome because that's exactly what you are.